Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Challenge podcast. This is episode 11 and today we'll be doing a Game Week 8 review and Game Week 9 preview. I'm joined as usual by my co-host, Leighton. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Did you forget my name for a second? I did. <laughs> Hit a small blank. I saw, you, I saw you say my name and look up, so I thought, oh, am I that important to you? Yeah. Well, you are, but I had to make sure. <laughs> Thanks, man. How are you? I'm good. No worries. It's still getting warmer, yeah, by, by the week, which is great. It's yeah. getting cooler there by you, right? Exactly. That's how Northern Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere life works, right? Yeah. Geography. Geography. So look, finally, I've got a, a jumper. What do you call this? Do you call it a jumper? South uh, I would call that a jersey, but yeah, pullover, jumper. Jersey, jumper, a jumper. Learning English every day, being your friend. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at game week eight, some player stats, the fixtures, uh, predictions as usual, and something that I haven't added to this itinerary yet, and then our transfer plans and captaincy. Tell us about your game week, Leighton. Uh, it was pretty nice game week overall. 52 points minus four. Break it down. Yeah. Hold on, I'm just I'm just opening the PPT here. I've, I've forgotten about my you game week. You've forgotten about your but, game uh, The only thing I remember is that Shaw got one point, got a yellow card, lost his point, and got zero points. So uh, thanks, Shaw. And then Saka got a yellow card and lasted 45 minutes and also got zero points. So thank you so much to those two players. We'll start off in goal, Sanchez. I know many people wildcarded and went for an Arsenal goalkeeper. Those people must be crying themselves to sleep because Sanchez got me six points. Alexander-Arnold, I brought him back in my team. My Chelsea player was injured, so I brought him back in my team. Six points, wonderful. Then Fermento, also six points. He was the first player on my bench. But Jota didn't play, so I got his six points. And Markel for Wolves. Unfortunately, got me one point. In midfield, I had Saka, zero points. Townsend, two points, going well so far. But my captain, Salah, 26 points. And then all three of my strikers didn't do very well. St. Maximum, two points. Antonio, one point. And Ronaldo, not quite a goat anymore, two points. You must be quite happy with the captaincy, though, right? To have nailed it so well. Oh, absolutely. There was no doubt. This was one of those game weeks where I just thought, it's Salah, it's, it's Watford. They're playing Watford? Yes. Yeah, they're playing Watford. Yeah, so I just knew. Salah is the man to be my captain. I'm convinced he's going to score. And what a goal. What a goal, man. I'm. If this man does not win a Ballon d'Or this year, uh, it's rigged. Because there's nobody as good as this player in the world this year. Nobody. Not close. I tend to agree with you. And I think with the African Cup of Nations soon, I think it's in January. I think if yeah. Egypt do very well, if not, if they win, I think he's pretty nailed on to win it. Depending on how Liverpool do, of course. But yeah. I think that's his main, the main reason why he hasn't done as well in Europe because other teams either win the Champions League or they win like the Euros or the World Cup. So, but with Messi, Messi and Ronaldo have dominated the Ballon d'Or for what the last ten years, and yeah. 
plenty of seasons, neither of them have won a thing internationally. It's just been about Barcelona or Real Madrid. But Salah, hopefully he'll be the second Liverpool player to win a Ballon d'Or. Do you know who the other one was? I'm hitting a massive blank, so I don't want... I, I want to guess... Give you Ma- a clue. He Michael Owen? Who? Yeah, Michael Owen. It was him, I thought so. Wow. Oh, can you believe Michael Owen won a Ballon d'Or? Yeah, that's why I was Shocking. surprised. I was like, wait, did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I, shortly after he burst onto the scene, right? 1998 against Argentina, he was so good. Yeah. I think he won in 2000 or 2001. Around there. So your moves were Rudiger, who didn't play, thankfully. And yeah, you got in Trent. And, oh, okay. And Trent made yeah. sense. And then the other one was Traore for Townsend. To Townsend. And I, I nearly didn't make this, this move. I thought, you know what, Traore, he's been in my team for so long. Do I need to take an, a hit? And I thought, you know what, he's done nothing for so long. I'm, gonna, I'm going to get rid of him. And of course, that's the game Traore gets in the stick. But hopefully, I think Townsend, Townsend has some nice fixtures coming up as well. He does. Uh, and another Evertonian player just broke his foot. Who was it? Decore. Decore, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, Decore just broke his foot. So I hope that Townsend's going to have a very prominent role in that Everton team, everything going through him. Can only hope. And... I can only hope, but. Yeah. That's my game week, man. All right. Well, let's have a look at mine. I was on a wild card and ended up on 59 points and pretty happy. But at the same time, it was a case of what could have been because on another day, uh, Ruben Diaz would have started for City. So I would have gotten double clean sheet for the City defense. Uh, turns out he came on for one point at the end, which was kind of annoying. Uh, besides that, let me run down the entire team. I ended up going with Ramsdale in goal and not entirely unhappy, but meh. Trent, James, I went with Reese James because he was just slightly cheaper than Chilwell, which that was the main annoyance of this entire team at the end of the day because of his goal. Diaz, Cancelo, Livermento, Salah, Captain Foden, who got himself an assist, and Bomo we will talk more about Lukaku and Antonio on the bench. I had Rafinha and Armstrong who didn't play, but I'm very happy to have them with good fixtures coming up and Brownhill as my third option on the bench. So quite happy. I ended up with five at the back because of the two, the two subs, but not too unhappy. What do you think of my team going forward? I think, yeah, going forward, Lukaku has such an amazing fixture against Norwich, but I'm I'm kind of concerned they might rest him against Norwich because the coach just come out and said, I think he's played too many minutes. I think he's... Because it's something not quite right with Lukaku, right? So it's such a, it's a perfect fixture. I can imagine he'd go get three goals, but also it's also a perfect fixture to rest him, isn't it? It is, but it's also a perfect fixture to rest in midweek in the Champions League against Malmo at home. Yeah. So. If, I think if he's rested, to, is it tonight or tomorrow? Tonight, tonight. right? Yeah. Yeah, so if, if they rest him tonight and he's available against Norwich, I will worry because Ronaldo's playing Liverpool and uh, Manchester United are in disarray. And so I think... 
yeah, your team going forward the next couple of game weeks are is very well or very good. And then, but the one thing I'm wondering about because I'd also like to get rid of Shaw and go to a defender. You have Cancelo and Diaz. Yeah, I can afford a Man City defender, and Cancelo has played 90 minutes every game so far. Is is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Is he going to get rested? He has played for ages, um, which is good. But we have to remember that he has been playing mainly because, look, he's good. But the backup was Mendy, who's currently he's got some criminal charges against him. And yeah. <laughs> so he's unavailable. But Zinchenko has been injured as well. But now Zinchenko has been back in training for the last week or so, 10 days. So I think he'll be coming back into the swing of things soon. Um. So I think Cancelo is nailed long term, but I think he is much like Diaz this past week. He had played the, all the games 90 minutes until this last game week. So I think if I were to choose between the two of them, I think Diaz is more nailed long term. I think Cancelo might miss one game pretty soon. Yeah, so it's very, very difficult to choose a city defender to go to. Yeah. I didn't check. Otherwise, I think your team. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see the lineup. I know they absolutely smashed the other team, but otherwise, I think your team is is really, really strong. Yeah, I don't have too many regrets. Like I mentioned last week, that mm. the decision was Sanchez and uh, Chilwell or Ramsdale. Or yeah, or James and Ramsdale, yeah. or something like that. And oh, right, right. you're not going to get every single decision right on a wild card, so I'm pretty happy. Rank went up by about twenty thousand places, which was a small green arrow, but happy nonetheless. Yeah, not a bad game week. Fifty nine points. Yeah, yeah, it's I mean, good. I wish I had fifty nine points. We'll get into our plans for the next game week a bit later. But for now, let's have a look at the game week eight results discussion and the fixtures and the results. Obviously, that first game, I think we expected Liverpool to do really well against Watford. Um, yeah, we expected a big score, but 5-0? Yeah. Didn't expect. I didn't expect a Firmino hat-trick. No, not at all. Does that worry you as a Jota owner? Yes. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It's as simple as that, really, isn't it? Because Jota's had, he was given a chance. Go go play mistake in this team. He didn't do that. Firmino's come into this game, he's called into the team, has scored three goals. And so I do think that's worrying for Jota's game time. Yeah, I think going forward, that's he's not gonna play too much. I think he might play more in the Champions League, maybe, depending on the fixture. But I think so. Still at his price is not bad, but not bad, but he's not great. No. And he he's been very disappointing. Yeah, I took out Grealish and I brought in Jota and I think it's probably worse. Yeah, it's very similar to be fair. I think they're very mm. yeah. I think Jota's maybe and scored probably that... twice. Did I has Jota scored whilst I've had him in my team? I'm not even sure to be honest. Maybe once. I think he's hit the post a few times and he's had some glaring misses. Whereas Grealish yeah. hasn't really had that much since the first two game weeks. 
yeah, Grealish has not done much. Aston Villa Wolves, the West Midlands derby, I think it is specifically, unlike last week, where I called it the Birmingham derby. I'm sorry to everyone. Um, did you see this game by any chance, the highlights? No, I did not see this game. I watched Liverpool. Aston Villa, Aston Villa were 2-0 up, and then Wolves came back and then won the mm. game with a free kick deflection right at the end of the game, which, wow. I saw that. I saw that Aston Villa were 2-0 up, and then suddenly it's 3-2 Wolves. And Aston Villa have got, they've got some rich owners, but they've got some problems, man. They do. Like I, I've been pretty interested in their defence recently, and after this past performance, it could just be a one-week thing. But you can't capitulate like that after leading two 0 against Wolves. Come on. No, absolutely not. And especially when I've taken Triore out my team. Come on, Villa. Yeah. Oh, did you? You maybe didn't see the highlight of him in the first half, but he dribbled from like the halfway line through the entire Villa defence and then almost scored a wonder goal. Yeah, if he'd scored that, I would have just probably quit for this year. I just said, it's it's not going my way. Oh, thankfully, you can rely then, on his ability not to finish. Oh, yeah, thankfully. And then the next one was Manchester United and Leicester. We didn't predict this, did we? I don't think so. I think may, maybe you said. No. Not sure. And I was actually, I was watching a YouTuber... Got his name now, but I was watching his watch along, <laughs> reacting to the goals going, and it was so funny to watch a Manchester United fan just losing his. <laughs> I can't. I probably can't say in this podcast, <laughs> but he was going absolutely nuts, and it, it was so funny, man. What do you do as a fan? What do you do as the club owners? What's the idea going forward? If I'm a man, well. I don't think this will happen, but I think Oli is not the person for Manchester United. I don't think he's a coach with the record. He did well in Norway. He he previously managed Cardiff City in the Premier League and swiftly took them down. He didn't seem to have a plan. And for him, to, he's got five attacking players, really, hasn't he? He's got Ronaldo, Bruno, Pogba, uh, Greenwood. So many. Rashford's just come back. And they're just so open and it just it looks awful and if if i want to win a premier league and i'm their owners and you've got an aging ronaldo i'd probably say get out let's go get conte conte's free go get him go get a manager who knows how to win because i just think it's it's poor i see the reports or tweets this week have been going around about Ronaldo recommending that the club get in contact with Zidane as well. Yeah, I think Zidane has won stuff before. I don't think Zidane's a, the best. I know he's won the Champions League multiple times, but that Real Madrid team, you could put me in charge of it and I say, Ronaldo, Bale, Benzema, score a goal and they've won. Sure. Right. The thing is, like uh, when I compare the two managers, Ole and Zidane, I don't see them as like tactical geniuses. Whereas, right. like someone like Conte, very systems based. But that Man United team is similar to the Real Madrid team in that there are so many big players. You've just listed like five stars, and you didn't even mention yeah. 
the new signing. I forgot his name. <laughs> Sancho. Sancho, yes. Sancho, so, right? There's like six, yeah. six attacking players. Yeah. All you need to do is. How much, how much manage... did they spend for Sancho? Uh, I can't remember. 70 million, 80 million. It was a ridiculous fee, and the fans have been crying out for him. So you've got Sancho, Greenwood, uh, Rashford. Wow, Rashford's goal, though, was very good. And Talk yeah, it's, Ronaldo, it's, like if I'm Cavani. Manchester United fans had 20 years under Ferguson where they won everything, right? They're, they're the biggest team, in my opinion, they're the biggest team in world football. And they should be looking at this manager and saying he's not he's not the correct fit. Could you imagine Conte at Manchester United? I can't. I think, I, it's... I think he would stifle them a lot more. It would be some, really? not, not exactly the same, but I think... Mourinho? Mourinho-esque in a way. Mm. I don't think him and Ronaldo and the big personalities would work as well. Whereas I think well, Zidane you know, works very well. Do you remember Mourinho had previously spoken about finishing second with that Manchester United team was his best achievement? And it was a, a pretty dreadful Manchester United team. Yeah. Give Mourinho a team with Ronaldo, Greenwood, Sancho, Bruno. Surely he would get better results. Like his team would not have capitulated four two against Leicester. No, I don't think so. So I, I just think Oli is a bad fit. Yeah. On the other hand, though, Leicester continuing their little resurgency, and yeah. J- Jamie Vardy once again scoring. Yeah, Vardy. He's that. He's that striker going forward where all the other strikers are not doing very well, and he's just banging in the goals, and. He looks like a good choice as well. Manchester City versus Burnley. I think expected results. We we predicted 5-0 in this one, I think. Uh, didn't quite get that, but convincing win. Yeah, convincing win. I, watching this, they looked like they were going to score a lot. So credit to Burnley for keeping them out because I just I was waiting for the moment where goals were going to start flying in. And yeah. it's a shame for for Daesh where he's he's coaching a Burnley team. What can he do? Like, it's not a, much he can do with that team. It's a day out to Manchester. Just, just take it. <laughs> wow, people from Burnley are like, well, well at least we got uh, Manchester <laughs> this weekend. Oh, the lovely. Yeah, good. And, and the next game, I'm pretty sure we both predicted Norwich Brighton nil nil. I think just... I'm pretty sure mine was a, a nil nil prediction and yeah it is Brad, what just absolutely boring i think norwich should just be cancelled from the premier league they should not be allowed promotion for 10 years this is boring isn't it it is although i did send you that the miss by their striker who missed that open goal from who knows yes i laughed so much when i watched that they don't how can you i could score that poor guy and i'm not a footballer Southampton managing to win as well. Good for them. Yeah. Beating yeah. Leeds with Atrafinha and Bamford and Llorente and who knows who else. They're in a bit of trouble at the moment. They're, they are in a bit of trouble. It's difficult for Leeds. Um, it's just a shame because the first season, when last season was the first season back in the Premier League. And when I was growing up, Leeds had the worst reputation. Like Leeds were the team you love to hate, and suddenly it's changed. Like Everyone likes Leeds all of a sudden. They have all these likable players, so 
it's kind of a shame seeing Leeds do so badly, but when I think about Leeds growing up, I think, ha-ha, <laughs> go back down. Yeah, I, I kind of like this Leeds. They're a much yeah. more friendly team. So it's much more friendly. Yeah. Uh, it was a bit frustrating for me being, I mean, I bought Armstrong as my third striker with the idea in mind that Leeds would have no defense. I can hopefully get a goal. And then yeah. the striker gets a goal, but not mine, the one who replaced him. So my, my methodology was correct. I got the outcome. I just didn't foresee a benching. It's one of those things. Can't foresee everything, my friend. Exactly. Chelsea Brentford, did you see the highlights of this by any chance? Nope. Saw nothing. Because Brentford were extremely good. They peppered our goal, especially in that second half. Mendy was the man of the match, and he kept us in it entirely. Very lucky. Yeah, I think Brentford have that first season syndrome where people or teams don't know how to handle them. And for them to keep that to 1-0 is, is crazy, man. Yeah. Chilwell good on, man. With a goal in the end, which good for him. Uh, but going Not forward... Good for you. <laughs> wasn't for me but I mean I went with Reese James who didn't even play which very annoying but with that in mind I fully expect him to start this coming week against Norwich and Norwich have been very weak on their left hand side this whole season and Reese James is a right wing back so I'm expecting him to attack a lot down there hopefully again if he's not benched he'll be servicing Lukaku so let's hold thumbs I like the way you emphasize Norwich are weak on the left hand because it doesn't matter. They're just weak. <laughs> They've been conceding more chances down that side so far this season. Every side. <laughs> and then yeah. David Moyes, he got himself some uh, revenge over the Evertonians. He did. I didn't predict this one. One nil for the West Ham. Oh, it was such a. It was a game that. I think nobody cared about him in the end because people wanted Antonio to score or they had Ben Rama or they had Townsend yeah. in your case. And who ends up yeah. scoring? Ogbonna, the centre-back, in like the 90th minute. Nobody cared. <laughs> yeah, even the fans. I think fans now go to the Premier League where they're fantasy football <laughs> and just think, yeah, Watford's goalkeeper, he had Salah in his fantasy football team. I bet he was like, come on. Get it in. Come on. Smash them in. Come on, Ben Foster. Smash them in. Yeah. Although the Spurs game was interesting to watch. Spurs Newcastle. Uh we can talk Yeah, about Newcastle it. scored instantly. Yeah. Calibre. And yeah, with Wilson. He's oh, I wish I wanted to put him in my team so badly at the beginning of the season. And what did I do? I didn't. Yeah, so Wilson. Newcastle, everything's kicking off up in uh, the northeast. It is, yeah. Like uh, we may as well mention it that, yeah, as of now, Steve Bruce has been sacked or has left the club by mutual consent. Uh, good for him. Very good for him. It says mutual consent, but I wonder if Steve Bruce actually went there himself and said, hey, listen, I've, I've done a thousand games. This is too stressful. It's too much of a toll. Not just on him, but on his family. But could you imagine, like, this Steve Bruce has had the worst teams, like he, Wigan, Sheffield United, 
Newcastle, Hull, and Sunderland. Sunderland. <laughs> and no manager in the world. You could give Pep or Klopp or Conte or Mourinho, all these teams. But even Benitez was lucky to get that Newcastle team, you know, mid-table. Steve Bruce has had a terrible team. Yeah, he spent a bit of money. But what do you really expect? So I think that it's probably been so much stress for him. And he probably said, and for that reason, I'm out. Yeah, I'm not sure if you saw the quote that was uh, bandied around today. But he, I think he is quoted as saying, I'm reading it off Twitter. Uh, I think it might be my last job. It has been very, very tough to never really be wanted, to feel that people wanted me to fail and saying I would fail, that I was useless, a fat waste of space, a tactically inept cabbage head. I mean, I feel bad for the guy. You know, yeah. you always... But I, I, I'm not a person with thick skin, right? If I'm a football manager and every day in the newspapers, on Twitter, everywhere, there's just so much negativity I'd, I think I'd crumble, man. I think I'd just, it would destroy my mental health. So he's been going through that for years, absolutely years. It must be really difficult. There's so many memes about him just saying, oh, let's uh, have cheesy chips and stuff. And it's cute and it's funny. And I do laugh at it, right? But for, for him, I do feel sorry for the guys. He was a good player at Manchester United. When I was young, I used to watch the team with Steve Bruce, the Nevilles, and he was an excellent he was an excellent player. So it's a shame he hasn't ever reached those heights as a manager. But he's had a thousand games and I think he should retire. Just he's he's got the money. I know he's been paid off as well, right? He's been paid maybe eight million. Eight million yeah. pounds. It's a good okay, plan. eight million pounds. If you pay me eight million pounds today, I'm I'm set for my life. So I'm pretty sure he's fine. Become a pundit or something, because he's he's a, he's a nice chap. Yeah, you can see that like his players like him as well. I mean, Saint Maximin tweeted nice. a couple of hours ago. I don't yeah. know if you saw those, but yeah, basically just saying how much he like thanking him and how he's been a man of his word, very caring and fair manager. And you'll never forget how he treated him. So you can see he had a very yeah. good rapport with his players. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it has been hard done by. But it's what Newcastle, they want to move forward and become an elite team, right? It's kind of what we're talking about with Ollie. And Steve Bruce is probably not the person to take them forward. But most of those players are probably not the players to take them forward. So... It's a very difficult situation yeah. for Newcastle, I think, going forward. How how do you balance that? You can't just buy a load of players. You've got to somehow integrate them into a team you already have. And who would want to be the manager of Newcastle? Because if you're the manager of Newcastle now, are you going to be the manager two years later, four years later? <laughs> I'd be like, no way. But... I don't think anyone wants the job now because they know that these next six months are going to be terrible. And then oh, you, have be awful. Hope, you have to hope that the club gives you the money to invest, which they probably will. And then you need time, basically. Yeah. And it's a tough I one. think recruitment is going to be very difficult. Yeah. Although it's good, well, to, see, good to see Spurs winning again. Kane getting his first goal of the season. Son scoring once again. 
Yeah, it's good to see Son and Kane link up. That's a little bit of a flirt with the fantasy football users. Like, oh, a Kane and Son about to get it back on. You know, I, it feels like their romance had a bit of a turbulence recently. Yeah. I mean, Son, with, so, his, Son with his COVID scare and then it ended up being a false positive. Do you know what? If you ever read anything that says Son Hung Min cannot play this weekend, it's, it's false. <laughs> Every week they say, no, Son Hung Min. They just copied Mourinho every week. Give the team hope. Oh, Son Hung Min's not playing today. Oh, and you say, oh, I've been cannon there. And okay, like, Son Hung Min. Son Hung Min, what a player, man. He's, he's one of my favorite players in the Premier League. Hopefully, I think from game week 12, they have good fixtures. So I think people will be looking at them then. Yeah, I want I want Son back in my team. And then, and then the last one of the weekend, right? Arsenal, Crystal Palace, the return of Vieira. Didn't watch this. I saw the highlights and I didn't realize that Arsenal equalized like with the last kick of the game almost. I like is it. So, wow. Yeah, so I, I was watching a very famous YouTube channel where Arsenal fans like to go on and say, hey, we are the biggest team in the world. I've never Why are we it. not beating Crystal Palace? You not heard of it? No. It's not very famous. <laughs> it's probably... They don't get as many views as we do. Nah. God bless them. But it's interesting because, you know, they're, they're playing at home. They're playing Crystal Palace. Aubameyang scores. They're up. And they just capitulate. And those fans also are calling for Arteta's head. And now they've been like, what about Vieira? He's doing a good job at Crystal Palace. He should come here. And I just think, you are the fans that you protested Wenger, who did so amazing. And now you're just in free fall. So I kind of, uh, I kind of enjoy this moment. Yeah. If I, again, if I'm comparing Arsenal to Man United, Arsenal at least haven't spent a ton of money. Okay, they have. They have. They have. They spent more, haven't they? Yes, but I mean, like in terms of star power, they're not expected to win the league this year, kind of thing. Whereas, yeah, United, okay, yeah, 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 United are legit with that squad are title contenders. Yeah. So, I expect them to do well. Whereas with Arsenal, sure, I expect them to do re- reasonably well, but I don't think it's their uh, ambition at the moment to. Or it's not the owner's ambition to get like top four. Like so, if they don't get top four, it's like okay, as long as you in the green at the end of the season, it's okay. Don't get a loss. That's all that matters. I, yeah, I, th- I think for so many years Wenger was getting them top four with arguably worse teams. I got some really good players, Bamiang and Lacazette. That's really good. And so, yeah, I think. I also think the manager for Arsenal is, is the wrong person as well. But I, I also agree with what you're saying, that the owners of Arsenal probably don't care. Definitely not. They're just like, this is a big brand. We're going to sell shirts. We're going to sell tickets. Who cares? I think if they leave things as is, then there's no reason to sack Arteta for the moment. If they were to change ownership... New owners come in, yeah. Go ahead, try and get a ambitious manager. But for now, yeah, keep it. It won't happen. Don't rock the ship. Yeah. No. 
keeping. Let's have a look at some of the stats from the last few game weeks. Um, changed up the look a bit, just to make it look a bit fancier and more aesthetically pleasing. Uh, defenders XGI over the last four game weeks. You can see the stats on the far right-hand side. The green is obviously the best one, and the dark red is the worst. And Trent Alexander-Arnold right at the top there. Cancelo, who you're considering, also right up there. Mainly wing-backs, really. Richie and Aspilicueta are there too. Um, further down, Reese James is there. But if you look at the rest of the columns, you see where they rank with regards to their actual output in goals and assists. And like two assists for Trent. Uh, Reese James, that's where he stood out for me at the end. Is that, I mean, he's got actual output, although he hasn't played too much. And then just below them, you see there's Shaw, who's having a very bad time. So you're definitely going to be selling him soon, right? Definitely. And you're only considering a city defender, or are you tempted by Chelsea? No, again? I'm, I'm tempted by Chelsea and city. So it's, yeah, it's one of those really difficult ones. I'm not sure which way to go. I think Chelsea have the best fixtures. Maybe Chelsea's defenders are more nailed on. Uh, but as you showed, maybe not. Depends who you go for, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you just sold Rudiger, so would you feel bad if you were to buy him back the very next week? No. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't, because I got rid of him for Trent, and I'm I'm pretty happy with that decision. And then to get rid of Shaw and bring back a Chelsea defender, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, that was, I should have just kept him in my team because I needed to move back to Trent, so... It's, it wouldn't be too much of a disappointing move. Yeah. Okay, well, looking at midfielders then, same thing, XGR, last four game weeks. Top of the pile is the metronomic Mohamed Salah. Green in all of his categories. No one's touching him. Quite insane. He's been amazing this season. He's, he's the king, eh? Yeah. Although Mane is, the best. Mane is doing pretty well overall as well. But yeah, he scored his 100th goal for Liverpool as well. Yeah. Pretty good. Although I can't justify buying him yet. Yeah, he's too expensive. Oh, he's, he's nearly a million less than Salah, but still, he's still, he's still too expensive. Yeah, Bruno got himself an assist this past weekend, so he's ticking along nicely as always. Uh, yeah. Mbomo for Brentford, he's right up there, which is very nice to see. And I don't know if you heard the stat or read the stat this weekend. He's hit the post... I think six times this season, which is the most out of anyone in the league. It's him. He's hit the post six times, and then there's the next best is one. So, can you imagine? Well, he should stop hitting the post. He hit the post in the net. twice against Chelsea as well. I've, I've watched games with him. And I, I've seen him hit the post at least four times. So, I like the the industry and the, the odds. Yeah, surely you can't keep doing that. He's, he's got to go to one side of the post at some point. Yeah. And with their fixtures getting better, I'm, I'm feeling good. They've had some hard fixtures as well. I took out Tony, so I was like, this guy, his fixtures are so hard. And now Brentford fixtures are, are looking a little tasty. They are. Um, besides that, on that list, midfielders-wise, um, I'm not too interested in anyone. I'm happy to have Rafinha still, if he's fit, please. Um, are you tempted by a City midfielder for Jota, maybe? Or someone no, else? No, I don't, I don't really want to take a hit again, but if Jota's not going to play, 
Uh, I don't think I'd go back to Grealish. No, I'd probably I'd probably go towards Brentford's star man hitting the post. It's is is amazing price point. Who is your third striker? You have Ronaldo, Antonio, and Antonio. Hold on. I don't remember who the other person is. I'm blanking. <laughs> yeah, me too. Ah, Saint Maximum. Saint ah, Maximum. Yeah. He's got a Crystal play- Palace coming up. He's a placeholder though, surely. So your idea yeah. was to turn him into Tony in game week twelve. Right. Yeah, he was he was gonna upgrade or, or something, but So you're not worried about doubling okay. up on them, Bomo and Tony. Mm, no, but if I go maybe I wouldn't get Tony in that case. It's I'd probably only go for one Brentford player that's my issue as well like i I like the idea of them both because they're both doing well but i don't want to double up on a promoted team which sounds silly because i shouldn't be thinking that because last year i did it with rafinha and bamford and they worked perfectly well and they're playing well that's true so why not it's just that fear factor it's brentford are they going to score they're a newly promoted team so it's probably that Although I think we're they're reaching the stage now where where we can start seeing what teams are like overall. So we can't just say, oh, it's a couple of weeks of form. We're now, what, nine weeks yeah. in. So we can actually see an identity of a team, which is good. But I still won't, probably won't double up on them. <laughs> are you, this week, are you prioritizing getting rid of Shaw or Jota? Oh, see, it's really difficult because Manchester United are playing Liverpool and I don't expect a clean sheet. I expect Liverpool are going to cut through them. So I want to get rid of Shaw. I just don't see him doing well. Uh, I'm going to wait with Jota because I'm not sure. Did he play last night? I don't know. I didn't check, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't check either. So I need to check. I'll check it. If he played last night, then I'll probably be like, well, he's not going to be playing a Premier League game. And I would get rid of him. I think, based on that logic that you just used, that Liverpool are going to tear United up. I think I would keep Jota in, just in case they do do that. Because if he starts and they tear them up, yeah. then he might just benefit from that. Yeah, sure. I think Shaw is my priority. I just he's been he's, he's losing value. He's been in my team too long, and I've got Ronaldo. Maybe he'll get us. Uh, Cheeky goal. Oh, you've got... Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about it a bit later. But yeah, there's a very, few options for you. Uh, last night, Mane, Firmino and Salah started up front. Jota came on mm. in the 63rd minute. Mm. Firmino, stayed keep him. On. Firmino stayed on for the whole game. Yeah, I'd probably keep. Yeah, I think Jota it's then. pretty safe. Yeah. Having a look at forwards, stats-wise, Ronaldo out in front despite not scoring goals or anything and yeah. that's mainly because of his shooting non-stop and then second the person who almost nobody has Jamie Vardy and then Ivan Tony. Antonio has been quiet recently but still worth having and Aubameyang is creeping up the stats what do you think? Yeah you know Aubameyang I think is an amazing striker and seems that Arsenal are ticking along nicely going forward and but the thing is, it's Arsenal. 
as well. Sort of, there is that. Aubameyang oh, is so good. If I was to choose Aubameyang or Vardy, I'd prefer to have Vardy. But when it comes to budget, possibly I would lean towards Aubameyang. Arsenal's fixtures are very good. Yeah, Arsenal's fixtures are, are really good. But they're still quite expensive, right? Yeah. You'd, you'd, I'd have to get... If I was to justify that, I've got to get rid of Antonio or Ronaldo. I'm not going to go from Ronaldo. I mean, Ronaldo, Manchester United are not doing, doing great either. It's a very tough one. I think if you want, to, if someone wanted to be different, they could, because Lukaku's not doing great. So you could... Aubameyang, down, Vardy, Tony. could downgrade Lukaku or, three of them. or Ronaldo to Vardy or Aubameyang. For the short term, yeah. and then use yeah. that money in midfield maybe to get someone else. Son. Yeah, exactly. Because no one, I think most teams have a Ronaldo, a Lukaku, Antonio, and everyone's doing so poorly up front. So now's a good time to say, you know what? I've had enough. I'm going to go get another player, especially if you're on a wild card. Yeah. But I, I'm not especially going to take a hit. For one of those players. Not immediately, I don't think. And I think it's the only time that Ronaldo a cross comes his way and he heads it in. Yeah. That's I think Manchester United should just change their tactics. They should just become a crossing team. <laughs> Ronaldo sits in the middle, cross it. He'll he'll score eventually. Go back to nineties Premier League football. Bring in Steve Bruce. Four four two. Oh yeah, get Steve Bruce. <laughs> he'll say Listen up, guys. If you win, cheesy chips. <laughs> Looking at the fixtures going forward, again, top of the fixture ticker leads, great fixtures. If only they had players that weren't injured. Yeah. Uh, Brentford, their fixtures are turning after this week. After they play Leicester, they have Burnley, Norwich, and Newcastle, which mm -hmm. very interesting for them. Again, mm -hmm. that's why we we're interested in them. And this week, Chelsea play Norwich, and then they have Newcastle and Burnley. So definitely a good idea to maybe get at least one of them in and at the bottom of that list Watford we don't care about nobody has them West Ham are we considering selling Antonio I am I didn't have him at the beginning of the season I shoehorned him in out of this worry I'm gonna fall behind this guy is on fire and nothing's really happening their fixtures are gonna be Extremely difficult. Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City. Oh, but I have the budget at the moment to take him out and bring in a Vardy or bring in an Aubameyang. Ooh. It's just... It's tempting. Let's look at the fixtures there. Uh, Leicester have Brentford, Arsenal, Leeds. And yeah. Arsenal have... Where are they? Aston Villa, Leicester, Watford. Tempting. Aston Villa and Watford are very tempting. Especially if you have a Newcastle as well, if you have a Bamiang. Uh Leicester have Leicester's fixtures, Brentford, Arsenal, Leeds, Chelsea, Watford, Southampton, Aston Villa. So their fixtures are quite nice too. It's, it's very it's very difficult, man. I mean, I like at the same time look at West Ham have Tottenham and Villa. Um 
I don't know. I think for me, why I'm not sure is because of Villa. I'm not sure if they're yeah, going exactly. to concede a million goals again or if they're going to be good defensively. I think I, I think the the positive is most people are probably not going to move Antonio on, so I'm not losing out too much if I keep him in my team. If I take him out my team, then I'm probably not losing out either, but I'd have to take a hit. And, you know, this season, my idea was I'm not going to take many hits. And it feels I'm I'm back in this loop where I'm like, I have to take a hit, I have to take a hit. And I want to get out of this. I'm spiraling out of control, challenge. <laughs> I've got an addiction. I'm like, oh, it's just minus two. It's just minus two. No, minus four. <laughs> it's minus two. I tell myself it's minus two. They are playing, yeah. Exactly. All right, let's move to the, the next section. Uh, you'll see, don't click too much on your PowerPoint. You'll see there's a big thing on your screen, right? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm here. It says top okay. five goalkeepers. Yeah, all right. Yeah? So, top five goalkeepers. Could you name them by any chance without checking the stats? Don't touch your screen either. I, I, I'm not. Look. This, this, this is FPL top scoring goalkeepers, right? Uh, who do you, you okay. think the fifth best goalkeeper? The best goalkeeper or uh, city keeper? Fifth best goalkeeper. We're going, oh, from, best goalkeeper. we're going from five to one. Go from fifth to first. Um, you know, Jesus, don't even know all the keepers' names. Look, just think of the teams. You've been the best defensively. Defensively? Uh, okay, Chelsea's goalkeeper's got to be up there, right? Okay, I'll, I'll name my five and you tell me how many. Chelsea's keeper's got to be in there. City, Liverpool, Brighton, Brentford. Okay. Am I uh, way off the mark? I don't know. We're going to see. So, who do you think's the who do you think's best? So, you're going to say what? Mendy from Chelsea, and then Edison from City, Liverpool. Madison, Edison, Allison. City of Con- oh, but he hasn't had the most shots against him, eh? Uh, and then you said Brighton and Brentford. So who do you think is worse between Brighton and Brighton and Brentford? Uh, Brentford have been. I'm going to say Brighton. Okay. So this top five is there's six goalkeepers because a couple of them have the same amount of points so far. So yeah, there's there's the points is. 39, 36, 35, 35, 32, 32. Oh, okay. In fifth place, we have Raya from Brentford and Wolves, Saw, 32 points. You got one right. Nice, Brentford. Yeah. In fourth place, we have Ty again, and they are Edison and Allison. Three. I thought they were a little bit higher, but fair enough. Second, we yeah. have Loris from Spurs. Oh, yeah, Loris. I didn't even think of him. I genuinely didn't yeah. think he was top five. And number one, Mandy from Chelsea, as expected. I think. Look at that! I got, I, I got four out of five, bro. Yeah, I thought that Sanchez would have been higher, and this this just shows that even though he's had good fixtures, he doesn't score that highly. The, the thing about Sanchez is his price is so wonderful. Yeah, and that's why he's in our teams. Brentford's goalkeeper, who's had worse fixtures, yeah. doing slightly better. Okay. But, I did. I thought Brentford's keeper would be up there. They've they've been doing good. So defenders. Now, oh come now, on! Now you know how this is going to go. So top five defenders. Oh. And if you want a hint, 
you can see the points if you touch the screen once. You'll see 50. Oh, yeah, I've just done that point. Who the hell's on 50 points? Right. 50, um, 42. 50. All right, Cancelo has, got to, Cancelo has got to be number one. He is... Cancelo is smashing it. All right, Cancelo. Uh, Trent. I think Van Dyke might be up there. I feel like Van Dyke's been doing well. No one's really got him, right? And before anyone says I'm like cheating or something, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. Like Van Dyke, Trent, Cancelo. Oh, is, would Duffy be up there? The Brighton defender be up there? Maybe. Uh, is, Duffy, is Duffy up there? I don't think he's that high, is he? You have one. Duffy that high? Oh, there's a Brentford defender. Oh, okay. I'm going to, I can't remember his name. I'm going to say Brentford defender, two Liverpool defenders, Cancelo. Oh, a Chelsea defender might be up there. Is that a Chelsea defender be up there? Why are you laughing? You go away. I was waiting for you to mention Chelsea because you just didn't mention them at all. Okay. So, but which Chelsea defender? In, in fifth place, we have yeah. Anson from Brentford. Well done. 40 points. Yes. Fourth place, yeah. a tie for fourth, we have Van Dyke and Trent on 41. Well done again. Second Three. place on 42 points, Liquator, Chelsea. I was there. And yeah. the top, top scoring defender is our Cancelo. Well done. Oh. You, you expected me to do stuff. This is cruel. No, it's not. Listen, I thought, I thought audience. A, I thought it was a good idea. I, no, I think you thought he's going to do so badly. This is going to be very funny. We'll all have a laugh at the Welshman. <laughs> now, I was surprised when I had a look at the top scorers because I was going to do this top five overall point scorers, regardless of position. Yeah. But I thought that's too difficult. So I did it this way. Midfielders, mm. top five. Top five? Uh... And there's a tie again, so that's why there's six players. And the points mm. are... Look at the points, it makes it easier. Number one is obvious. Number one is Salah. <laughs> He's by miles ahead of everyone else. So yes. How's he already on 83 points? Only had eight weeks. Jesus Christ. Okay, so <laughs> Salah... I think Mane is going to be up there because he's been firing like a donkey. Uh, ben Rama. Okay. Son. Son Hung Min's got to be up there, I think. Why are you looking like that? Don't I'm pull just, that face at me. Just thinking. I'll be revealing some of your home truths if you keep pulling this up. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got this. Son Hung Min. Ben Rama. Salah Mane. Who else has been absolutely smashing it this year? United, uh, United, maybe. Ah, uh, Bruno, Bruno, Bruno. Okay. Leeds, Rafina. I'm just men mentioning teams. Brent. That'll do, that'll Brent. do. Br Bruno's got to be up there. Okay, so for a tie... Oh, Brentford's... What's his name? <laughs> yeah, a tie for fifth That's place. It, on 45 yeah. points. Decore and Townsend. You have... Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I have one of them on my team. Uh, yeah, oh, amazing. I'm then, sorry, Townsend. Fourth place, Ben Rama, 47 points. Third wow. place, Mane, well done. 
that surprised me. No, no. Second, Son Young Min, 51, and yeah, Mo Salah up front. Uh, Son Min. Looking at yeah. these, looking at these points so far, and you can see the fixtures underneath the players. Do you think that they can keep it up? Do you think okay, Everton have now lost to Corey, can. who's injured, but the rest of them? Yeah. Ben Rama, Townsend. Uh, ben Rama's Ben Rama, those first three games are probably ninety percent of his points, right? Yeah. So I don't think he'll keep it up. Uh, I think Mane and Salah, I think they're gonna keep it up. But this Liverpool team this season, they don't have the injuries. I think this group of eleven players maybe Jota as well, are sensational. This Liverpool team can score against any other team in the Premier League. So I think Salah and Mane can keep it up. And Townsend, I don't think Townsend will keep it up. Uh, and Son Heung-min, I think Son Heung-min will keep it up as well. Because Son Heung-min, if Kane gets some form, then I, I, I think he'll do well. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think Everton are going to struggle without the they're gonna, Yeah, they're going to have some bad times. So, yeah, I think even though the fixtures are good over the next two, I wouldn't be buying them. Although, in your case, I would keep Townsend. Yeah, I'm keeping Townsend. Forwards, top five. Let's go. The points Uh, are 56, 50, 41, 39, and 37. Okay, Vardy's got to be near the top. So, Vardy. Antonio is probably the top because of his absolutely sensational form at the beginning. could Tony be up there? Tony must be doing quite well. Tony must be doing quite well. Hold on. I'm not cheating. I just want to go look at the... Well, you can't. I'm, the... <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the form table, bro. Um, and this. This is what I'm looking at. Oh, okay. It's not cheating. Uh, yeah, Vardy's got to be up there. Tony and, Tony and Antonio. It's a tongue twister. I've got three. Ronaldo, I don't think Ronaldo can be up there. He's just coming. I don't think Lukaku's up there. Uh, Abamian. One more. It's going to be the St. Maximum or, or or Brighton striker. Mopé. I'm going to go... Yeah, Mopé. I'm going to go Mopé. Okay. In fifth, we have Danny Ings. 37 points. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> fourth place. 39 points. St. Maximin in fourth. Oh. Your striker. Um, third place, we have Gabriel Jesus <laughs> from Man City. Why this is the hardest one? What's going on? Second, Mikhail Antonio. And number one, Jamie Vardy. So, out of all these players, why have we not bought them more? <laughs> why don't we talk about them more? It's weird. We all have Ronaldo and Lukaku. And they're not even close. We're not getting points. Because Lukaku and Ronaldo have proven themselves over the last five seasons where they're scoring 30 goals a season. Uh, Ings, I am absolutely shocked that Ings is up there. Hmm... Saint Maximum, I'm not too shocked about him. The only person who's performing according to reputation is Vardy. Yeah, agreed. Yet nobody has him. 
It's weird because at the beginning of the season, I remember saying, what about the Vardy party? And you were like, no, I wouldn't go there. Yeah. And yeah. I wish I did go there because he's, he, you know, he drinks, all he does is drink Red Bull, gives him football wings. Hello. Okay, we are back. Small technical itch there, but let's continue. Yeah, that was quite an interesting little segment there. It, we should do that again in another 10 game weeks and see if our picks were on point or not. Yeah, we should definitely give that a go. Yeah. I didn't do as badly. When I first saw that, I thought, he has stitched me right up. <laughs> well, the, let's look at the next game week. Uh, predictions. Yeah. Do you want to just start us off there? Aston Villa versus yeah. Arsenal on Friday night. Yeah. It's at the Emirates, Arsenal, Friday night kickoff. They've got to get revenge. Aston Villa in bad form. 2-1 to the Arsenal. To the Arsenal. I tend to agree. I think an Arsenal win. But I'm going to go 1-0. Yeah? Yeah. Saturday, Chelsea versus Norwich. I 4-0. Depending, depending on who starts tonight, if Lukaku rests against Malmo tonight, I'm expecting him to start. 4-0 yeah. Chelsea. Yep. 4-0 as well? Yep. Okay. Uh, then Newcastle, Crystal Palace. I think Newcastle a bit rudderless at the moment. Crystal Palace. Uh, say 1-0 to Crystal Palace. I tend to agree there as well. Palace win. 2-0. They're scoring goals. The same. I have a Newcastle striker in my team, but I don't yeah. think score. Everton, Watford. Uh, Watford awful. Don't think Claudia can get them to turn this around so suddenly. Everton 2 0. Ooh, um, Everton without Decore and still no Richarlison and Calvert Lewin. I they got, got Townsend. Feeling a bit bullish. I'm gonna go 1 1 Watford, maybe even a Watford win. Mm -hmm. Uh, Leeds Wolves. This Leeds. is a battle of the teams having a difficult time, eh? Yeah. I think Leeds, again, if Rafinha, I think he is fit. He didn't play because of fatigue last time. Um, I think Bamford's still out for another month, more or less. But I think Rafinha could score goals. I'm going to go, they need to win. Um, a, a draw, 1-1. One, one. What do you think? That was so weird. They need to win, 1-1. <laughs> one, one. They need to win, but they won't you, in their current form. You... Always when these mid teams play each other, you say, Oh, those new news that one one. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say one one as well. Genuinely think it's it's yeah, one one. A Traore winner or a Traore yeah. goal. Try Traore hat trick. <laughs> Two goals offside. South uh, Southampton Burnley. Burnley. I think Southampton have got some reasonable form at the moment. Burnley having a difficult time. This also has 1-1 written all over it. But I'm going to give Southampton the edge and say they win 1-0. A lot of our predictions are very similar today. And yeah, on paper, I agree with you. I want to say Southampton win. Uh, the striker from last week got injured. So for, mm. my, for my sake, I'm hoping that he doesn't play so Armstrong can play. Uh, but there's something about Burnley that I think that they could get something out of this game. However, I will stick to Southampton and say 1-0. Brighton, Man City. 
at I forgot their name, their stadium. Is it the Amex? The Amex? Amex Sounds Stadium, right. I think. The Seagulls. Home. I was once on a game show in the UK when I used to be a game test for Fire TV and it was this round named British Football Grounds and I smashed it. Well done. And now I can't, I think it's the Amex. I think so. Uh, I think Man City, ooh, are going to win this, but it won't be, yeah. high, it won't be high scoring. Two, two nil, one nil. Yeah, I don't, I don't expect this to be an absolute thrashing. Uh, I think Brighton are quite sound defensively. It's in Brighton. I don't see Brighton winning. Uh, I'm going to say two nil to Man City. Sunday's games, Brentford, Leicester. Yeah, both are flying high. Uh, I think I think Leicester are coming into some great form. I think Brentford are doing great too, but I'm going to go with Leicester. I'm going to say Leicester 1-0. I'm going to go the other way. Brentford 1-0. I think they're in good form, and I think they will keep out the Vardy party. West Ham, Vardy party. West Ham Spurs. Battle of London. Uh, Spurs. I think Spurs will win this one. I think Spurs 2-0. I tend to agree once again. Uh, Europa League for West Ham. Although Spurs play in that Conference League competition. Uh, So I'm not sure. Is that in London? I'm not sure. I haven't checked the fixtures for either team. Um, Yeah. But either way, I think Spurs should have enough to beat West Ham, especially if they... Kane and Son continue in the form that they are starting to get on. Yeah. And in the main event of the weekend, Man United Liverpool. Yeah, main event, I think Liverpool are exceptional. I think they're going to score goals. Manchester United's defence is awful. And at some point, I think Manchester United are going to have to attack. Uh, I hope I hope for an out of goal. So I'm going to say 3 1 to Liverpool. Yeah, I think if, if there's any hope of Ole keeping his job within the next two weeks, let alone the next month, then they need to be scoring goals in this game. So I think they're going to try, and it could go either way, but I think Liverpool are just better overall. So 2-1 two, two, Liverpool. 2-1 Liverpool? Yeah. Let's look at our game week plans. Game week nine, you have 1.9 in the bank and you're one free transfer. What are you looking to do? And who are you captaining? Uh, I think captain, this is... Oh, captain, this game week is much harder. I've got these wrong. This picture is from last yeah, week's pictures. pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And I sent you the updated one, but, you know, just... Did you? I think I yeah, you I said, oh, somebody updated one. I sent it, but, you know, whatever you... I thought I did. Oh, I wonder if I just sent you the last one. You may have. But I can have a look, I can have a look at the fixtures. Salah's playing Man United. Ronaldo's playing Liverpool. Uh, you know what? I'm probably going to play it safe this week and just captain Salah because he scored a goal in, what, nine consecutive games now? Maybe? Yeah. It's uh, Manchester United, the defence is all, but I think I'll just captain Salah, I think. Yeah, your options aren't great, though, to be honest. Like you, The only way you're going to get a better captain C option is if you remove Ronaldo and get Lukaku. Yeah. Against Norwich. Yeah. Right. And then Ronaldo will go score three goals. 
So, and your transfer, what are you looking at? Shaw to... Shaw, oh, I'm, I'm not decided. A Chelsea or a City defender. I'm leaning towards a Chelsea defender just because of the fixtures. Um, yeah, maybe. I if, I, if I was to take a hit, I would probably go crazy and say, goodbye, Antonio. Hello, Vardy. Or something along those lines. Mm. Or can I afford... Or maybe I can't afford Vardy. Or maybe I'd do a Bamia. I'd be interested in Ronaldo and Antonio to maybe... Well, think about this. Wow. Ronaldo, Antonio, and Shaw to a Man City defender, Lukaku and Vardy. I don't know. I'll have a look, but do I want to take a minus eight hit to get out of get rid of Ronaldo? I feel like even though it's Liverpool, probably not. Ronaldo will probably score. I would be tempted by a hit though. Like I, I would definitely, if it, my if it was my team, I would be fifty fifty on getting the City defender or getting Lukaku. And if Lukaku, I find out that he's fit on Friday, I would probably take the hit. Yeah. But I understand. I mean, they're playing Norwich, so Lukaku going to get three goals probably isn't that much of a stretch. Because you're going to captain him as well, so you're going to make oh. your captain make Lukaku zero points, Salah two goals. I would cry. I would. Could you imagine? People are going to triple captain him this week. I'm sure. I don't understand why people triple captain so early in the game. What? Wait until a double game week, you maniacs. If he scores three or four, or, who cares? Yeah, if he's, if he, he's not going to score four goals. <laughs> if he know. scores four goals, please clip me saying he's not going to score four goals. I think I'm going to. <laughs> I hope so. It'll be the best advertisement for this channel ever. <laughs> Come watch our, our podcast, see how much we know. Uh Okay, and you okay? Uh, this screenshot is bad because I still see Traore. So Traore is Townsend, and you have Trent in your team as well. So yeah, this 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 screenshot's completely wrong, man. Yeah, I've got rid of Traore. I've got Townsend. I've got Trent, not Rudiger. <laughs> what are you doing? But yeah, so uh, but Rudiger might come back in the team for sure. I'm not sure, but we'll find out. Yeah. How about you? Are, even, you, are you making any changes? Um, I Probably no, not, no. I have no money in the bank. I don't have anything yeah. planned at the moment. Yeah. I have to decide between whether I play my double city defense against Brighton or whether I play Armstrong or Livramento against Burnley at home. I'm not oh. sure. I would, I would play... Both City defenders have Livermento first on the bench, so then if one of the City defenders doesn't play, he comes on. Uh, I, I would not put Livermento on the field and have a City player yeah, that's on the my, bench. Though. That's my horror, is that I pick Armstrong or whoever, and I bench, yeah, and I bench Foden or Diaz. Or, and he scores. And then he scores or something. So I'm probably going to yeah. leave this team as is. At the moment, yeah. captaincy is on Lukaku, but... We'll see what happens tonight with Champions League, etc. Or yeah. else I might be tempted by captaining. No, it'll probably be Salah. <laughs> I can't even justify going for like Foden or anything else. So 
No, you don't have a big enough set for that, man. You can't go nah. back and throw You know, you should learn from me. The reason I did so badly the last few years on fantasy football is I always go wild captain choices. I was like, you know, I'm going to captain this player this week, like a Foden. And it just didn't work. It just, it really didn't. My coworker, he looked at our comparison on some appy or something. You can put both team names in. And the only reason I'm way behind him is my captain choices. I've had awful captain choices again this season. Really? I haven't checked on yeah. you. I feel like doing that. I'm going really? to do it next week. Maybe compare. Yeah, I had Ronaldo as a captain. Uh, I should have just left my captain on Salah all season because I would be so far ahead. I feel like that's it would be unreal. Enough. I've captained Lukaku once or twice, but I think I've captained Salah yeah. the rest of the time. I think I've captained Salah, Ronaldo. Ooh, I can't remember who else. There was oh, a week I... where Antonio, many people captained Antonio. And I didn't even have Antonio oh, at that yes, time. Yes, okay. And, and this little piggy went wee, 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 all the way to depression. <laughs> and on that dark note, let's plug our social media. You Plug can, it, baby. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FanChallenged or on YouTube, Fantasy Challenged, one word. If you want to listen to the podcast, you can listen to us on whichever platform you listen to us on, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever the case may be. Anything else you want to mention, Nathan, before the game week? Good okay. luck for everybody except Challen. Thanks. And well, your team's great. Yeah, thanks. The same to you. Good luck for the game week. And remember, it's a Friday deadline. So change that team before you go to bed. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye.